Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up Podcast, Players Championship Recap 2018. But first, I think we have some congratulations are in store. We've got some Tron tent to present. Mr. Tron Carter, first ever hole-in-one. Why don't you walk us through it? Oh, man. I've been getting roasted all day because it was from 140 <laughs> yards and I hit an 8-iron. Was it worth it? Of course it was worth it. <laughs> you know? I mean, my stock 8-iron probably goes 148, 100. 49. Uh, I was kind of thinking Tiger should have hit eight iron on 17 today. That was sand wedge. That was way too specific. Yeah, I'm a I'm a processed, you know. It's it's I'm an artist, guys. Sure, <laughs> no doubt. So, uh, yeah, I I kind of sautéed an eight iron in there. Eighth hole, Tim Aquana Country Club. Yeah, and the ball doesn't carry out there. On, like <laughs> we're at sea level, except for you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and and you know I haven't up- upgraded to the to the new irons yet either i play some kind of weaker lofted irons so i didn't have any problem hitting those irons my no, full you didn't. distance you but didn't. uh the the comments to the tweet were honestly fantastic people were mm-hmm. just so the guy that's commented so i'm guessing there was a tailwind might have been my favorite <laughs> tweet of the day um but all right we're gonna we're gonna bring this program to you commercial free because you're gonna walk us through well, first of all i do want some props that i knew it was a hole in one as soon uh, as, as, soon as I left the face, he said, yeah. get in. Yes. Get in. Get like, in. obnoxiously and early. He and we're w- playing Wolfhammer with Joe, his first time playing Wolfhammer, our European tour correspondent, Joe Fickett. And, like, first time he's ever gone alone hits it, six, hits it to six feet on the yeah. seven t- on uh, eight. Goes alone. Goes alone. Tron steps up next. You're in your Jars follow-through and yelled, go in. Like, the ball wasn't even close to apexing yet. Just, go in. And it takes a couple bounces and kind of disappears. It disappears, obviously, but we couldn't fully tell if it was I think in. It dripped in. It could and have then gone Solly off. Solly and I start running up towards the green, and DJ's like, "Oh, actually, man, I think it just went over the green." I'm like, no, dude, it's in. <laughs> that, that was Joe. I, I thought was it was Joe. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I said it was in. Uh, so yeah, congratulations, first hole in one. Thank it's, you. it's pretty cool to ace a par three. Neil had I one. would imagine. So I wouldn't. <laughs> I yeah, wouldn't you wouldn't know, know right? But, um, Neil had one at, at Dunwoody Country Club growing up in like the sixth grade. He hit a six iron from like 162 yards, <laughs> like a thin six iron, and just rattled it home. So he's always held that above me, even though it was not a good golf shot. So well, it, yours was pure. It was good that it happened. On a good it golf couldn't shot. have been more pure. A tough pin to get to, even. So congrats. But we're going to bring the program to you commercial free, and we're going to try our first ever real live read. It's not even a read, but I want you to walk us through uh, the equipment you use for the ace and what's going in the bag this week in Greenville. Uh, I mean, the main, I'd like to just thank the, the, uh, Chrome Soft X, the new t- 2018 graphene infused Chrome Soft X. The proud partners <laughs> yeah. bringing to you, uh, you know, limited commercial yeah. interruption. Thanks here. Joe Ford. Thank Thanks you. to Joe Ford and the proud partners. Uh, but yeah, and actually, you know, day got off to a really, really good start. Cause I, I, I've been working with my partners in the tour truck, uh, namely Johnny Thompson. Uh, we've been concepting out some new, new gapping for my woods. <laughs> Uh, this I, is inspired by our round with Jane Park on the LPGA yeah. tour at the Kia Classic. Yeah, uh, they were. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of le- like I've adopted the bucket hat. I'm adopting lots of woods in the bag and stuff. I'm like I want to become like a Champions Tour player at like 31. You know, 30, Tron 32. Colbert. So we developed a sex wood. Uh, Why do you call it the sex wood? It's between a six and a seven wood. Okay. And, uh, and that yeah, was the gapping you felt like you were missing. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. Yeah, like I don't know, just something that I can hit between 180 yards and like 225. Yeah, I think that's uh, awesome. You know, so so the people that I think the cool thing, a lot of people try to figure out gapping, kind of like distance between, you know, distance between clubs. I think Tron has four or five clubs in his bag that all go potentially the same distance. Yeah, and it's just kind of whatever you're feeling like at the time. Options. Exactly. You need is the that, options. Is that yeah. fair to say? No, it's completely fair to say, and that's the same. It goes back to the eight iron. You know, I'm in that mindset today thinking all right like i i can i can jump on a nine i can put it back in the stance i can hood a pitching wedge if i need to but um i could have probably could have scraped a seven wood in there <laughs> but like i'm you know the eight iron was the was was the play there, yeah you know and i've, I've been and the results speak for themselves. i've been taking an extra club 
Yeah. And uh, let that be a lesson to everyone. Just swinging really. soft yeah. and doing the anti J Day kind of thing, you know. <laughs> I also I, I, there was some disappointment though. I didn't get to use my new XO indie uh, <laughs> putter because I didn't get to putt on that hole. Your putting from ten feet and in has gotten to a, a dangerous level. So Sally spooked. I'm guys. scared about this coming week. I'm not gonna lie. Tron getting six shots on me, uh, and we're gonna talk a bit about the Greenville near the end here, but. Uh, uh yeah i'm a little worried i'm a little worried about the handicap situation and Guys, i was putting for eagle on 12 today to go four under you shot 77 yeah so it was actually <laughs> pretty special collapse but all right i, I putted that, that eagle putt off the green did you go driver sex wood on that hole uh that was a three wood okay yeah. Yeah. all right that's enough on that we're gonna get to the the you probably, guys hear about my what, fantasy football what, what was the what was the golf ball chrome soft x okay yeah cowboy one I just want to make, make sure we made it an official ad. Okay. And you yeah. didn't you didn't take it out of play on the next hole, I which was s- a, I smoked the drive yeah. on the next hole, and then you're like, you didn't take the ball to play, and DJ had a hole in one. I was gonna say very quick story. If you don't want to hear it, you can skip forward like 30 <laughs> seconds. Uh, I made a hole in one playing with Andy Johnson and Boom. forgot to take it. Yeah, not to brag. Uh, <laughs> forgot to take it out, out of play. Next hole, medium length par four. Andy is shooting a distance for me. He's like, yeah, it's 205. I'm like, man, really? Like 205? That you know, that, that really seems – it seems shorter than that. He's like, no, nope, it's 205. Here, I'll shoot it again, 205. I'm like, all right. And so I even took, like, intentionally too little club. I, I hit, like, a six iron and just home run ball over the fence into the woods. He's like, oh, yeah, I think I was shooting those trees back there. And, like, two holes later, I'm like, oh, okay, that was my that was my only hole in one ball. There but you go. He got it. That's why we're field players. That's it, exactly. <laughs> you know? if too much just, information. If yeah. you just sautéed a little six and a half wood in there, that would have worked. All right, Webb Simpson is your player's champion. I mean, just the eruptions in the kill house today when he made that charge coming down the back nine day. You guys as stoked as I am? You know what? Good for Webb Simpson. Whatever. I, I know it's kind of trendy to, to rip on him. He's not the most exciting guy, but if you're going to not be exciting, you got to be a really good person. It's a good and, take. And he's a good person. Yeah. He's By a good person. all accounts. Yeah. The Tesoris are good people. You know, it's... Yeah. It's cool to see. I mean, Paul and his family live here. He's played there a million times, and you kind of see those guys around town all the time. And I mean, we have a couple close connections. The you know Michelle Tesori runs a kind of foundation to kind of manage players' foundations. She works with Leachman and Jason Day and all those guys. All you know, you've never heard a bad word about any of the people involved with earning a shitload of cash today. So you know what? Good for them. I feel like we're building to one giant. However, <laughs> no, no, however, no, no, I think I, I mean, once it became a foregone a good conclusion yeah. That, yeah. that he was going to win, it's like, all yeah. right, good for him. I think, you know, Webb's, Webb's vanilla ice cream, but he's like the Hagen Doss. He's like that good vanilla ice cream, the Ooh. vanilla bean, you know? There was something kind of cool about the fact that he is prone to the S word, and that could have popped out at any minute. So that, I think, was different than if it was like a Justin Rose type player. Like, I probably would have fallen asleep or turned it off, but. I think legitimately there was a little unpredictability with Webb that like just his golf swing looks weird. He's he's prone to shank a ball every now and again. It's like ah, this could still maybe get interesting, but I don't know. Props to him, man. Twitter he was, was he was nails. Was going off about his club head speed, just going to war for his club head speed. And I'm like, I'm not debating his club head speed. I just his swing makes me physically uncomfortable. It's, it's yeah, scary to watch. I sure. said this on Twitter, but I was hoping on 17 he would just hit the mega shank on purpose, just to like like that guy that was on how uh, how to. Uh, What's the call? Who wants to be a millionaire? Who wants to be a millionaire yeah. and called his dad with his lifeline just to brag about that he's so going to win? So question, if somebody shanked it into the little island, like the we tree and that the flower yeah, beds, how, like what's the ruling there? How we does need, that work? It's within the hazard. That's within the hazard. I would assume. I doubt they go out there and well, stake that off. Well, you could still play off. it. Like, you could still play it. Yeah. Oh, you're saying how would you get out there? That's the question, right? Could you play it or not? Well, I mean, you can't take it unplayable. No, it's within the hazard. Yeah. I think. Oh, it's within the hazard. The okay. question we had was, would you, if your life depended on it, and you knew the yardage to the green, but didn't know the yardage to that little island, and you had to hit it onto it and have it stop with your life depending on it, which would you rather do? It's much shorter to the, the tree island. I think you go for the green. I'd go There's for, absolutely yeah. no way <laughs> I could hit. I, you could hit 10 balls at that island. There's the only no thing way the island's got going for I would fat it, it and thin it. And it's because they're new be flowers, so you know it's going to be pretty yeah. soft. Yes, sure. exactly. Totally. Um, Especially new soil, swapping out all exactly, the flowers. Exactly. Webb lost strokes approaching the green this week and shot what eighteen under and I'm mean, like just by boy double eighteen or so what, I don't even know what he finished the green, eighteen. What's the just, distinction? It's like you're 
shot getting the ball close to the hole like from the fairway or from whatever it's, it's okay. basically yeah your your approach shots okay. he okay. gained five strokes around the green and he gained 9.3 strokes on the green so all those putts he made friday like from off the green didn't even count as strokes gained putting and he led the field in strokes gained putting he lost the field lost strokes to the field today putting and still led the field in strokes gained putting <laughs> like that's how ridiculous he was those first couple rounds Just, i mean at no point did i feel like he was he got shaky or no, exactly. It's it a, a long lot of, time to play with the lead. The tour for de force. Sure. Like that, yeah. it was nails all week, and I have nothing but respect for that. Yeah. And to Sori, you know, I mean, I think he's, by all accounts, like, he's just... People rave about as that good guy. As, he, as good as it him, gets but... out there, and he's he, he he walks the walk, so... I think uh, coming off of caddying for VJ for an extended period, <laughs> I think you deserve... <laughs> You deserve every good a thing. A lifetime that, of yeah, happiness. Every, exactly. Every good thing that comes your way. I think he's definitely put in his time. But what, I, I do want to say, I think there was a lot of people kind of chirping about, like, oh, oh there, there's so many low scores and everybody, you know, they're taking it so deep and how is the tour going to react? Or like, basically, the, the winning score, the average winning score since like 2009 was 13 under. There were three guys at 14 under and Webb was just an, the out, one outlier. an outlier that didn't miss a shot basically how, and it's like guys it was like pretty similar to, to all the rest of the year how good would this tournament have been if Webb wasn't there <laughs> I, know. I know and not, I know. like I don't I don't mean that as a slight no, to Webb exactly. it's, it's a credit to him for playing so well but but just all the names that were in it and all the good players and for sure but I do give the, the yeah tour a lot of credit for for setting it up the way they did today and, and kind of leaning into the excitement and not and saying you know hey we're gonna set it up for guys to chase instead of just protecting par at all costs for sure i mean the, the whole golf course is not i mean it's built to it's built to promote just kind of like manufactured excitement mm-hmm. basically which is fine i don't that sounds condescending but it's yeah i mean lean into it and make people you know give people a chance to make birdies and eagles and i mean the whole thing's awesome. like a case study in risk yeah right? yeah exactly you know? and i think it kind of in the same we're going to make some we're going to talk about some of these comparisons to augusta but in the same way the, the bunch the holes bunch together where you can make runs and then you have your holes kind of consecutively that are really challenging. And so, like at the Masters, when a guy is getting, you know, through his certain stretch of, you know, 13 and 15, he gets up closer to the lead, yet the leader hasn't gotten through those holes. You just have those, that natural built-in excitement that I think they're kind of going for. I th- for the most part, it works. I mean, it kind of sucks they didn't get two years in a row, didn't come down to the end. I love when they come to 17, somebody's got a one-shot lead and there's – Two million bucks riding on. Can you hit yeah, like the, the biggest best. green on the course? I think it is. Somebody said that once. Well, that, that was like KVV had that take earlier. And he's like, you know, say what you want about Ricky, but the fact oh, that he yeah, put it exactly. four times in a span of you know two two or three hours to not only that, but also to seven feet with all that on, on the 15, line. Eagle yeah. on sixteen, birdie on eighteen. Just well. looking back at that, you're like, man, that's that'll never ever ever be done again. Oh, it was the best. So it's all you were out there today. What was I mean? Charlie and I were watching on TV today. After we we kind of took it took it pretty deep. <laughs> we, we, were, we were way under par. We were way under par for this week. I was not planning on going out today. I went out the first six days of the week. Was there some pop in the in the crowds? Dude, or? it was like so, so. Tiger and Spieth getting paired is what kind of put me over the edge to go to go out there. And is that something you'd be interested? It in does watching? sound like yeah. something I'd be interested in. And man, it was I don't know. I've I followed Tiger on Friday. I've followed Tiger at Bay Hill, and I've you know I've I've been around crowds following tiger for a while but man there it was loud on the front nine today it for spieth and for tiger so like missed putts for spieth I, my ears were reverberating with people screaming of like upset with how close he had missed and when tiger want to be excited when he started walking in putts man i mean it was again fanboy here but like seeing him in the red up close like walking in putts and making a charge while not feeling like he ever really had a chance was so fun. Like it was just so cool to watch him just, you know, inhale golfers one by one. <laughs> and the fact that he made the cut on the number and this weekend was almost not possible. Shout out JT for bogeying 18 on Sunday that put Tiger into the weekend. Yeah, for real. Um, man, it was it was fun. It really was. I mean, it was it was just kind of cool to see him in his element and it was it just was different. Again, I never got to follow him that much on on Sundays in his in in prior times, but there was just like a stretch of holes where he walked in the birdie on five, and that was all right. It's like all right, something cool is happening um, on the seventh hole, and some he walks up to the tee, and this woman in the front row, like right near where his bag, yells like, "Glad you're back, Tiger. We missed you." 
and he like tried not to laugh, but like couldn't hold it back. And then the whole crowd kind of did the yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then like he's he hits his shot and he's getting ready to walk down the fairway, and some another girl's like it's his thirtieth birthday, and he's already walking down. And he turns and just like he says happy birthday, and the girl just erupts like oh my god, you did it. So he's just kind of smiling as he walks down the fairway, and another girl yells out, "You're hot!" And he just like turned and smiled at her, and she like was, it was funny. She's like, "All right, it's a date!" Like immediately <laughs> in this whole little stretch, he was just like having fun out there, and that was. I mean, I was he made like four birdies in a row, which helped. Maybe it was three, uh, which also helped. But he was chatting with the honorary observer like near the tenth hole, and. I don't know. It just felt like a casual, like a, he's so comfortable with where he is. I thought, you know, no, I didn't go follow Webb Simpson today. I followed the cat and I was, I'm so glad I did. That was a lot of fun. I haven't felt as alive as I felt when he hit that drive on 14. On 14. On 14. Oh. Dude, if, I if mean, that was like, I mean, we've played there a fair amount and I played a bunch of different tees and stuff. And I said something on Twitter, but like, we've played the white tees before in scramble events and stuff. And if you nut one from the white tees, that's basically where you're at. And he just, I, I mean, it was, I've never seen a ball like that. And I'm sure other people have hit it down there, but I mean, that was like. It was a four shot lead at that point. Yeah. If, well, if Webb the, would have they seen. They showed the graph of where everybody that was. was. Yeah, it was ignorant. If Webb would have seen that twirl that he let loose after that shot, if his sphincter wasn't already tightening <laughs> up, that thing would have just. It, I mean, yeah. that was, that was, that was when I was kind of be like, okay, this actually, I started doing the math. I was like, this could happen. He's got 110 in here. He can birdie this hole. Honestly. And then he, and then he pulls a, what, a lob wedge and tries to, you know, nuke one in there. So Tiger, like I'm available, man. There, there were some, there were some weird wedge issues. I don't know if you saw any of this up close, but what was it? I wrote it down. Number one, he missed the green from 107 in the middle of the fairway. I think same kind of thing. I think he hit the green and sucked yeah. it back off the front. He's been hanging out with Jay Day too much. He had 111 yards on 14, missed the green, tried to hit Sandwich on 17, which, I mean, I, I've granted, I'm sure Tiger, you know, has a better feel for the situation than I do watching on TV. But uh, as soon know. as I said, he, he's got to, he's going to try to hit a big Sandwich. I'm like, oh my God, what? So you weren't there, Deej. Let me tell yeah, yeah, you about oh, it. Oh, please tell me. Honestly, the wind was swirling. And I watched early in the week, watch him on Friday stand on 13T, and he could not figure out the wind. And I'm not kidding, there was not a breath of it. I couldn't understand what he was doing. He like was trying to find a wind that wasn't there. And out there today, on so I think what would ha- happen is off that tee shot, the wind was down. It was helping off that tee, and that's what helped him hit it 350 or whatever it was. And I think by the time he got up there, it you know got to his ball and it was down. By the time he hit it, I think it had shifted just enough. And there's different parts in between those trees where it feels like it's down uh, at you and it's into you at the green. I think the 17th, what they do a great job on the 17th hole is they show the wind at the player and yeah. at the green. That was Just so show cool. that difference. Oh, that awesome. And it's only 135 yards or whatever it yeah. is, and you could see that difference. Who so. was saying it's like, it's like a mountain range in New Zealand where the, like, the air comes off like over the mountain it's like the same effect where you know as a sailor like you have to know what the wind is doing at a certain level up because you know it's coming down over those mountains and you know it's up there but you can't necessarily feel it down where you are and with all the corporate boxes that's kind of hmm. how it works on 17 i could see that. that's why they yeah, they're all looking up yeah. at the flags too yeah. to see what they're all doing but that's that's what i i and we haven't been to a tournament in, in at least a, at least a month for me personally but Going out and just remind, being reminded of the elements and seeing the elements, seeing the ball apex and kind of sure. getting that perspective versus watching shots on TV. You kind of need that reminder just for how great the really good shots are and to see some of the, the windows that Tiger's hitting balls through. Just watching the, their their trage coming off the tee, the, like, honestly, it's going through different windows. His and Speed's balls, like the tee shots on, on 14, were just his look like shot out of a cannon. and Spieth kind of let a little high loose one to the right, but... Just seeing where the ball left the tee at was a completely different location. We followed uh, Spieth on Thursday. Spieth and JT and Rory were playing together. And the fact that that guy we were watching on Thursday was kind of pseudo in contention today is mind-blowing. Yeah. Because some of the shots he hit on Thursday were he was out. shocking. He, I, I honestly thought he – three balls in the water and he nine But he started holes. out like – we hit it to like six but, feet on the first hole and three putted. No, oh, it was yeah. terrible. I thought I was wondering if Greller was going to go in for more balls at the turn. Sometimes yeah. those guys carry six balls or so, and he dunked three in the water. You start scuffing up a few of them, like you may need more golf balls in the bag. But it didn't to, make a stop. To his credit, and I'm, I'm sure Tron can chime in here. But when you have an alpha on the bag, you know he just got him back into it. Well, I was going to say, all right, two takes here. 
first of all, you kind of glossed over it and I forgot that it even happened. But I just put two and two together as well. Taking the whole uh, JT missing that putt. So JT and Wes Bryant missed putts just for good measure. They're both clients of Steinberg. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so is Cat. Got Cat to the weekend. Like, this was an inside job. Oh, it's NASCAR racing out here. Tour, you know? <laughs> Keep pulling the thread. So that, so first and foremost there. <laughs> so let's just get that out yeah. of the <laughs> Second, let's, I'm going to take you guys to 13 today. Okay. 13T. Oh, sure. That hole is, oh, how good was that? So that that's one of the craziest hard holes like on the planet. It's like 14 at Harvertown, kind of the opposite yeah. of it. And yeah, Greller just pulled the most alpha move maybe ever. He's standing there with with the club that he thought Jordan should hit, and Jordan kind of steps off. And he's like, "All right, give me that club." And like he he didn't. He was so steadfast in what he thought everything. I was standing there. I didn't. That's not the way I saw it. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he was just kind of confused by the wind. And by the time he got up to hit the shot, he's like, "All right." He was kind of embarrassed to have to switch clubs again because he had called Greller in for the call. And by the time he got up there, the wind had would, got stronger, and he's like, "All right, give me that one." Like, but Greller didn't really changed. step back. Like, he would stay pretty close, but yeah, because yeah, they both felt the wind kind of come in a little bit. But but, but ninety nine of a hundred other guys would have just walked back to the bag, and that's and that's it. Like he. Well, you know. funny story on 12, so Spieth hits kind of a, a drive to the right, and he's behind this tree. He's got an okay shot, but he's got to come real close to this tree. He's, his ball's on the upslope. It's a 40, 45-yard pitch maybe, and he's underneath the tree, and he gets up to hit this shot, and he's like, am I going to hit this branch? Talking about the top branch. Yeah. And Greller's like, no, and I'm, I'm right behind him, and I'm looking at this like, dude, you are not going to hit this branch. Gets up to the ball. Looks at it again. He's like, dude, are you sure? And Greller's like, you're not hitting the branch. And I'm like, dude, hit the ball. You're not going to hit it. Takes a big, huge swing. It went like through the leaves. It actually, like, <laughs> he, he, he couldn't have been more spot on. I thought this thing was way out of play. It was so high and it almost, it was inches away from why, hitting why it. Why you got to talk about my guy Greller like that? <laughs> I was with Greller. I, I'm with, I'm, I'm, I stand with Greller. Greller's my dude. So let me throw this one at you. Uh, this is kind of a fun, always uh, TPC Sawgrass type of stat the whole you know it doesn't favor anyone storyline uh of the 71 players who made the cut web number 70 in driving distance this week wow that's fun hmm. to see yeah. yeah you know i like that fun to see guys get it done different ways it's the guys play from kind of the same general place on this course there's very there's very few corners that like dj can get to that web can't get mm-hmm. to um in that regard i mean so just <laughs> it's funny we, i played out there two days in a row a month ago back plates as far back as possible and was like these courses are going to be really high this year guys like this this course is really hard i don't, I don't know, know if you guys have seen i don't it. know if people know and to watch those dudes just kind of pick it apart again we know how good they are but just to actually see it was that was i don't know that was pretty awesome i'm so excited for him to move it to march it, it, this tournament belongs a, in for march. selfish reasons because it gets freaking hot out there this is one of the first hot weekends of the year uh, and B, I just think it's going to be a more interesting golf course to play well, you in get March. Wild ass winds exactly. in March. You get like the weird north winds and yeah, stuff. You get the, which you usually get a high fifties. I think seventeen. You usually get it like blown in. Yes, yeah. which it's is typically the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, the tournament belongs in March. It's one week too late in the year. I mean, this is the first really hot week of the year, like you said. And it's, I mean, I I, I went out. We went out and watched that Thursday morning group, and I was planning to go out with Tiger and Phil, and I was like, no, it's it's not going out in that heat again for the fans you don't even have a dress shirt on i know (laughs) for the (laughs) fans this is true um that happened oh i forgot i forgot that that happened this week he he, uh god phil's the best phil is just messing with us he's messing with us my favorite he's gonna keep and they have short sleeve polos mizzen in maine has short sleeve polos but could phil be a more a better endorser of a product in general. Like no, he, he God, just no. knows how to get people talking about it. Like here we are. I just said the name of the brand, gave him more free exposure. Whatever he's getting paid by them is probably worth it because whatever you're getting paid by them is probably <laughs> worth it. I don't know. Many, I couldn't really rattle off the names of many other performance uh, <laughs> business shirts. I think they've cornered the market yeah. on this. I'm not I think sure you cornered the market that. on the tweets. Dude, yes. you got a field day on Thursday. That was, uh, that was fun. I, w- I went a bit nuts. And uh, Tim- did Phil wearing the shirt? You think helped? I mean, it helped him from like a brand exposure. I can't believe we're fucking talking about I know. this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
it, do, do we think it helped or do we think it hurt because he played so shitty? <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know how. It, like, there's no way. Watching him on Thursday was like, oh, dude, you can't, like, you can't swing. You can't do <laughs> it. He looked doing? so uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. Like, he really did not look anywhere close and just looked like he was laboring out there. But I hope he doesn't show up to Shinnecock with Oh, long God, I hope on. he does. Yeah, me I too. Ho- <laughs> I hope he adds, like, a briefcase or something. What, yeah. yeah, what if he carried his clubs in a briefcase? <laughs> Uh, All right, turn to page 23 yeah. of your slide decks here. How about this weather we're having, okay? Uh, what else? What else we got? Uh... What do you guys think of the 12th hole? I still think the layup is too easy. You, you can hit a 180-yard shot out there and have a thoughtless 180-yard shot out there and have the proper angle and you know just a stock sand wedge in your hand. So what did they saw? They soften the green, basically, right? So it used to be more right to left? Is that... It right. was, and the, the the bank was more steeply shaved to yeah. the left, and balls just rolled in. So balls still can roll in, but Which, there's just if not that's that the much case. Risk. Then I like I get the easy layup, right? So like they should force you to to to. Like, I, know, I sound like Andy here, like, <laughs> God, but like they should force you to to take on like the closer you get to the bunker, you know, it should either be a really narrow green, and and like the closer you get to the bunker on the left, the better your angle is. Yeah. So um, just too, you can sweep it out to the right and be totally fine 30, coming in. It's a 30, 35-yard yeah. wide yeah. fairway. And it's, yeah, it's a really easy birdie even if you like lay up. Exactly. And like the group, when yeah. we were out there Thursday morning, JT went before. It was not his honor, but the, he, the group was already on the on the green. He gets up there and just hits this like rope blade stinger. And I was pretty pissed that he laid up, but it made up for it, the stinger that he hit. Well, and, and he and, turned over and he's just like, sorry like, for laying up. But he made birdie. It should so. be, yeah, like – Short par four should be an an easy par hard birdie. Yeah, it's not. The, it's I mean, I think it's still it's kind it's of an exciting. Over hole. last year, yeah, for sure. I think so. I think more guys went for it, but like I mean, DJ, you said like Webb went Webb laid up all four all days. four days, right? Yeah. But it's also the tour like made the changes because players kind of complained about it a lot, and it's also like I mean. If it made the players mad last year, it's probably really good. I mean, it wasn't really good, but messing with the guys is a good thing. Getting them more and more comfortable isn't necessarily yeah. probably what Pete Dye intended when he designed this golf course. But having a yeah, I mean, having a you know risk reward par four with water that you're supposed to be taking on, having only four doubles for the week is like yeah, kind of weak. Well, that, that's the thing. I don't think it's a it's it's just a reward par four, <laughs> yeah. which I'm not. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I'm kind of in between on it, I guess. It, between release patterns, it's just not. It's not. It definitely doesn't strike me as all that interesting. It doesn't I, offend no. me. If it was really good, I feel like I'd want to sit out there all week and watch and just uh, kind of yeah. walk past it each time yeah. I was out there. Just it's not something like four. Four is a lot more interesting than <laughs> yeah. I agree. Than twelve is pulling my heartstrings. Um. So one more Phil thing. I forgot to forgot this story, but uh, it's more of a Cava story than it is a Phil story, but. Uh, this was on Friday morning as they're making the turn, their 18th hole on, on or their ninth hole on 18. LaCava's got Tiger's uh, bag on his back and they're, they're by the green and he backs up and he trips over Phil's bag. But like kind of in the way like a great caddy would do, like cares more about protecting Tiger's bag than he does himself. The most awkward, longest fall ever. I mean, I don't even know how he fell, but he's like trying to make sure the clubs don't slam into the ground. He just like stumbles. He takes like five steps trying to fall and finally falls near the green, just like in an awkward knee bent position. And Tiger is kind of just mortified, just like covers his face and is laughing. Scovron is dying. Ricky's laughing. And Phil's getting ready to putt and he's just kind of giggling. Gets up to like hit his putt and has to back off because he's laughing so hard. And then like Tiger really starts going and Ricky really starts going. Phil gets up to hit again, backs off again because he's just like near tears laughing. Then the crowd like erupted and ever gave him the applause and he finally waved at the crowd and settled down. I just thought that was great. Like it was just a dragged out moment of, of laughter. I so, can identify with Tiger being mortified after my experience <laughs> with the shout out to Green the franchise. Last year. My dad was carrying my bag and or and then he knocked over. Uh, AJ McInerney's bag with like the chromed out blades in it on a cart on an asphalt cart path. <laughs> that's go- that's golf, man. That's gonna happen. Just the rub of the green, you know. Uh, so you brought up Ricky, which interesting thing we were talking about before beforehand here. Uh, Ricky's career versus Web Web's career to date, shockingly maybe in Web's favor. Here. Big Big Randy's been beating this drum all day, and he's not the most 
he's bi- not, he's not unbiased. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's called Ricky he, uh, <laughs> late-stage capitalism. He's basically an anti-Ricky super pack. He called him a false game. idol today. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, R- Ricky – so Webb's won all the same events. It, like, you're, you know, pretty – like, same levels not of the events. Euro, not the Euro Tour events, though. Correct. That's, that's the difference for Ricky, I think. Ricky's yeah. got, what, the Scottish and the yeah. and Abu Dhabi. Correct. Uh, whereas Webb has, like, Greensboro and Shriners. So Greensboro, Shriners – Win Deutsche Bank. Uh, no, Greensboro's win. And then uh, players and players U.S. Open. Open. United States Open. So, <laughs> look, kind of real quietly, Webb Simpson might be a Hall of Famer. Like, he's eligible for According the Hall of Fame. According to that commercial with Jason eligible. Day. Yeah. yeah, he's got a cl- of This players. could get you in the Hall of Fame. This is a tournament that you really do want to win. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, maybe, so, uh, yeah, Webb's career over, over Ricky's. Webb does have three or so years on him. It'd be fun to revisit, like, three years later yeah. in Ricky's career. And Ricky's Eternal probably entering Ri- the meat of yeah. his, you know. Eternal Ricky uh, apologist here. Uh, how about this, Webb or Martin Keimer? How many times Keimer won worldwide? I mean, he's I won, would, like, the BMW International and some, some I'd events take, like I'd that, take, though. I'd take Keimer, yeah. I think. I think so. He's... <laughs> He's, what else has Keimer won in the States, though? Not he's much. got 23 professional wins. He has three PGA Tour wins, 11 European what Tour wins. Third? Oh, shit. He won the PGA. He won the U.S. Open, too. Yeah, it's definitely And the players. And the players. Yeah, it's not even close. Keimer's had a, a dude, remarkable too. career. Yeah. Like a f- forgotten about dude when we talk about definitely. significant players. Um, speaking of the players, I want to know like kind of what this tournament means to you, where it is in stature, when you're... When you think about the players, what do you what do you think of? I think it's properly rated on the golf scene. I mean, I think that they've kind of went through that whole fifth major thing and that fad, and I which think I don't kinda... think ever came directly from the tour. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, no, I don't think okay. so. I don't think. So. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happens behind kind of closed <laughs> closed doors, I guess. But I don't think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. think I think it's more of a fun like golf channel. We've got nothing else to talk about on right. Monday evening. That's true. And a <laughs> lot know? of that was before they had moved it. To May too, right. so they yeah, yeah. didn't really know what it was. Um, but yeah, it's just in its own tier, its own class, and it's the best one in that tier, and it's the only one in that tier. Yeah. So it's yeah. the best PGA Tour event. I think it stands yeah. out, you know, when when you've got you've got the majors, and then you know that next kind of tier below that is like you know the players and the WGC and and those kinds of like it doesn't feel like a WGC. It feels much bigger than that. It feels like, way more like important. Than I would put this you know, two levels it. above WGCs and tour championships. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And it's, I don't know. I was never super into it as a fan and this is going to sound biased and obvious, but I mean, honestly, until I started working at the tour, I always kind of was like, eh, whatever. It's kind of plastic and whatever. And then started going to it and it's super, I mean, you guys have both been to it a couple of times now. It's super fun as a fan. I mean, it, it is really, it's a great time and it's exciting to watch and I mean, the field's always awesome. The golf course is fun to watch. It's, it's, I don't know. It's great. It's truly I, a regional event. It is. Like I, and I think my, my biggest out. like gripe with it, I guess, if I had a, if I had a gripe is I kind of wish it would just kind of lean into its own identity or figure out what that identity is. And just, it almost seems like it's trying to, it's just picking a lot from, you think uh, they're trying to copy anyone in particular? Well, there's or? this one golf tournament that I, I just like couldn't put my finger on, you know, and they did some renovations to the clubhouse to kind of open up the whole scene that you can really, you can see number one and you can see the, like it, the they whole were serving a certain kind of sandwich. They were serving. Yeah, I mean, this year, like serving pimento cheese sandwiches in the, in the concession stand was like, we never did get a price on those. Did we? That would be the yeah. sign. We need to know what Probably the price twice is the price. Those. Yeah. We didn't, uh, we needed to do some more intrepid reporting there, but yeah, that, that whole thing. And then, I mean, this is all like inside baseball. Nobody cares about, but not allowing media on the driving range or on the putting green. I mean that, and just kind of like, I, I'm sure they do that to kind of, cater to the players you know and kind of make them feel like it's a special week for them and all that stuff but really uh, just the way it comes across i think and and, and practice rounds autographs only in a specific zone yeah and the the whole thing just i don't know it 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 feels like such a really cool community event that's like a little more i don't want to say laid back because that makes it sound like small time or something i I don't think it's that but it like porath wrote a, a really great piece for sb nation last year that really sums it up that it's it feels almost more like a music festival or something, mm-hmm. but the golf is still really, really good. And that's an awesome identity to have. But when you start to do these little things that you, I mean, you can just, it just reeks of 
trying to keep up it's with like the being, masters. It's and, like being a social climber. And, and we've kinda, heard, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. And but at the I, same time, how often do we do we say like, look, Augusta does this. Why they should do something like that? And for they, sure. they're they're trying their best. I'd say to copy and taking some good things from Augusta. I, you know what it almost feels without like? some of the nuance. Yeah, too. With you know what it feels like a little bit sometimes. I don't. Maybe you guys can give me a good player here, but like, so Michael Jordan comes out with you know his line of shoes. And then who was like the next much less popular player that came out with like, their like Stefan Marbury? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, Star the, the Starberries. Like it kind of sometimes to me it kind of feels a little bit where it's like, oh yeah, like I, yeah, I mean that's cool, but like it, it seems pretty obvious. These are like the Penny Hardaways that have this, this shiny yeah. mirror thing. And I would just rather room. like you just it's just cooler if you lean into your own mm-hmm. kind of identity and and kind of make your own legacy rather than just kind of trying to. Sh- steal the best like a lot of times to me it just feels like it's stealing the best parts of yeah. other things Instead and smashing them together swing your swing be your own yeah and, yeah and I don't have any great suggestions and I know it's kind of a shitty thing to just shoot from the cheap seats here and, and kind of uh, offer up a critique like that but yeah it just seems like it's kind of cherry picking from a lot of other things and jamming them in together and, and hoping that that makes you know the sum of the parts that much better and re- it feels a little awkward I mean focus that. it's the tour focus grouping best practices Basically, that's what and it feels like a them. lot. Yeah, and they're th- good best practices, but they're they're not organic. Or I would say the the broadcast does a fantastic job of making it feel like a really important event. And that's a that's totally. one where they like, however <laughs> well, and that's one that's like you know limited commercial interruptions, and it's like well, you know, yeah, dude, like where have we heard that phrase before? But you it's know? like and that's it's, something. But it's awesome. The, the it's great that they do like, it. Yes, but yeah, everybody yeah. should take. Yeah, know. exactly. But it it's just. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm it's cool. No it's cool, and and I'm. I'm the sounding, broadcast was awesome. Today, I'm sounding more and more like I'm a tour employee defending this <laughs> tournament. But it's what we say. What we love about Augusta is like they go to the same course every year, and it's the same holes. You have the memories from each hole, and For I sure. think that and works awesome. yeah. so much in their favor here. Totally. I really do. I think and, the golf. I mean, bottom line is the golf is really freaking good. Yeah, and that that's the key and everything else is kind of ancillary beyond that but also watching the golf is really freaking good like the like there's not a bad you can wander out to any hole and even when there's a ton of people out there like the last few days with tiger you can still always find a place to actually watch from on any hole that you're on because yeah, I mean, it's truly a stadium. Like, there's truly mounding everywhere to allow you. This tournament is a lot of the reason why we are located in this area. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, well, Tron, sure. tell that story. I mean, you yeah. went two years ago. and Yeah, uh, my wife and I were up in Boston, and um, and DJ and his wife, Justine, invited us down to stay with them. And we came down and had an awesome time and asked ourselves why we didn't live here. And then <laughs> and then you did. And then we found out we were pregnant with our son, and we're like, we got to get the hell out of Boston. We should move to, we should move to Jacksonville. <laughs> And we did, and then... I was coming back from Amsterdam and was like, yeah. you guys kind of like it down in Jacksonville. Yeah. like, yeah, you should come check it out. Went to the players last year. I was like, huh, I think I'd kind of enjoy living here. And here we are, sitting here but in before Jacksonville. before we get too far down that line, there's a lot of negative things, guys. Yeah, nobody moves here. Don't come. <laughs> don't come here. It's yeah, super yeah. expensive. It's, yeah, <laughs> the don't. weather's terrible. Yeah. Don't. It's about to be super way too hot here, and it's not <laughs> yeah. even that warm in yeah. the winter. It's so really pl- crowded already. Please <laughs> don't come price us out of this place. It's, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not perfect. Don't. Please don't come. So, but uh, yeah, and then you know our our experience this week was a little bit unique and versus previous years. You know, previous years we've been out like I know you 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 watched a lot, kind of media center and inside ropes this week. But I was a fan this week, yeah, whole week. Just it's such a great event to be a fan at. Yeah, it makes yeah. total. I had sense. no desire to. You were. I don't you Webb was 18 under but you you might have you were in contention there for a while for how far I, you were I was I was actually challenging like the the tour like the You were the, like Greg Norman that year that Fuzzy was like you know what like wiping him down waving he, the white yeah, flag Yeah I was like Tommy Armour the 3rd at the You were just fairways and greens San Antonio that one year when, oh, you, we, when he shot like 260 28 deep Yeah Uh no we, so there's this thing called the Players Club the Players uh, Club which, yeah. Which nothing like Augusta. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we can't get a f- we we didn't get an official number on what these tickets cost. No, I did. I went on the website. Really? Yeah, they're thousand bucks a day. <laughs> Is that good? Okay. So they're like six or seven grand for the week. So it's the it's the TPC Sawgrass version of Berkman's. Let's just place. call it like Twerkman's place. Twerkman's place. <laughs> we got some intel from some people on the ground that that basically the tour had sent some of the managers some of the hospitality managers and stuff to Berkman's for like yeah. a couple of years basically to to 
just work and gather intel and kind of, you know, make this as good as it possibly could it be. And it was, yeah, it was good. It was, it was not very, our vibe. And let's well, just and be clear. What, we did not get these tickets from the tour. Like we were probably, yes, yeah. we were sitting in there like, and we also didn't pay for these tickets. Yeah. Is, Somewhat yeah, ironically so. sitting there, but Tron, you walked in to the, to the, to the place. And what was, uh, what, what was your first, uh, yeah, Tron is basically sitting there. And this was like the only comparison I could probably make was, was this is kind of Tron's attitude. I would like to compliment you gentlemen on a, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I probably ate like I, I might have gout this week because I ate so much shellfish <laughs> over the last four days and just, I just drank myself silly. It was, it's, it was a weird, it was a weird scene in there. And again, I want to preface this with, like, this kind of experience is not designed for for us, you know, thirty-year-old yeah. snarky. Uh, <laughs> whatever this is that we do kind of people uh it was a very high-end experience and it was just it, it was a little too much uh, it was a little it was a little much for me but it, it was, was like on friday i was i was sitting out on the porch talking to um a guy that works for swisher suites which who knew they're based here in jacks they're networking and uh and and maddie and leash walk by making the turn and he's like, what are you doing? Come out and watch us. I'm like, no, Alex and I are going to do a wine tasting here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't – it was a uh, great place if you were just interested in kind of like boozing yeah. and not yeah, watching golf. correct. And they which, had a lounge out at 17 which, by the and 18. Way, check. <laughs> they also had a great – they had their own TV network in there, which showed yeah. the NBC feed and a live 16th, 17th, and 18th hole So feed. that was the thing. Like, no I, commercials. No commercials. Like on, on Saturday, we went out and watched – we just sat on four, like, like our feet dangling over the railroad ties above the water on four next to the green for probably two, two and a half hours. We're like, all right, we watched plenty of golf. Let's go watch it on TV now. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, and, and none of this is to, you know, this is not interesting how we, how we spent our day, but it's more just like this is kind of the level that I think the tournament is looking to take these types of experiences. Yeah. And it, it, the whole thing is just a little – I don't know. I don't. I don't really know how something to was off it. about it. It, it kind of part of it felt a little bit like uh, I'm sure you guys have seen uh, the Legend of Bagger Vance every Thursday night when it's on Golf Channel <laughs> Tuesday and Thursday at 11 p.m. or whatever. But uh, when Charlize Theron's dad builds uh, Crew Island and then the depression hits and there's that scene of like just a bunch of waiters walking around and like nobody in there and kind of like awkward elevator music. There was some, a bit of that going on in there, uh, which is there. We kind of looked over. There's a couple, <laughs> couple elderly people asleep on couches. Yeah. <laughs> they had gotten some sun. They were kind of, they were pretty cached. They were uh, catching some Z's. It was a little, again, not, not designed for us, but I was thinking it, it about was it, a little bit like, of a man, strange Why don't they scene. have like a, kind of a, a just a reminder a of, of band. Who, out yeah, there yeah. after the like so yeah. our big takeaway sitting there on saturday evening when you know everything's kind of wrapping up was why like why isn't this like just starting now like why isn't this the, the place to hang out tonight Afterward. why don't they have a live well band yeah I'll, I'll refer to you to the, the people who were asleep on the couch that, <laughs> yeah. was, that was the main part yeah. of the clientele and i think that was again like the only reason we bring it up here is i think it's just kind of a good reminder of kind of who still speaks stirs, to the, stirs the drink in golf basically and who's who's really funding yeah. right golf here it's it's easy for us to kind of again lob shots on like why don't they do this or i don't like this or this you know i would watch this blah 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 and it's like well we're we're still there's a lot of us but we're still in the minority oh big time. i mean the, well it's like kind of 80 20 right it's yeah, like 20 80 exactly. of their business comes from 20 percent of Right. You know, whatever partners they have that are spending all this money doing this. It's but, like 95. Yeah, it's maybe a little there. different. But um, a couple other notes before we slide on from the tournament. JT is now the number one player in the world. A little anticlimactic. but How about that? Um, yeah, DJ kind of spit the bit today. Yeah, that was... He was even. He was 10 under going into the day, shot even par. And, it was kind of inevitable that JT was going to get him. I mean, they're just yeah. so mathematically close. And I know, I don't know everyone's going to be like, oh, you shouldn't pass them without even top 10 or whatever it is. But it's just a formula. It's not that big of a deal. I think but it's just the what if of. I think the world know. rankings should be just the power rankings that get done every week. Yeah. Well, Sagarin rankings. Sagarin so, rankings are close. Yeah, I love guy. the Sags. Uh, uh, BK, Brooks Kepka shot 63 with an Albatross today here on Sunday. Um, oh, can we talk about him? Hurting his wrist with a oh my cartridge. God, 
So holy shit! On the driving range after they've outlawed everybody from being on right. the driving range. Right. Somebody's driving across the driving range as the pros are hitting. Drives in front of them like to deliver golf balls. Somebody that obviously doesn't know what a driving range is, and he Special stops delivery. his swing and re-injures his wrist, but is apparently okay. But like, yeah, I think he claimed like he would, the guy would have been dead if he'd have hit his shot. Like he would have killed the guy. Not good. By the Not way, great. speaking of injuries, did we get any? Intel or update on Jason Day, whatever, like his Bo Hostler shoulder injury from today on 16. I missed this. I didn't get to see it. Oh my gosh, dude. It was it was great. Is Dan Hicks going to get invited back for next year after his I little he, uh, slip I, up? I think he might get it talking to. I think he had a little Freudian slip. There. What did he say? When So I'll preface this with I don't think he meant this maliciously at all. I think it just kind of slipped out. But he was basically talking about uh, Tiger and Jordan and ti- seeing Tiger play well and I'm definitely paraphrasing here and I don't remember the specific thing he said but he was kind of like you know Tiger you know he just didn't whatever he kind of leaked oil down the stretch and you know we, we got these majors coming up and you know maybe we'll kind of see him show up you know for real you know when it matters and <laughs> it was like you, you could tell just in his voice as it was coming out that he was like Oh, oh that no. I should not have said oh, that like that. Man. Tiberius Votaw and, and, and I are going to get coffee tomorrow. And I don't I don't think that he meant you know, I don't think he meant anything by it, but I think it's just kind of The point being, like you wouldn't make any slip like that if it was like a true major. Again, we're not debating whether or not it's a true major, but that's kind of a even if he didn't mean it like that, you wouldn't make accidentally make that kind of slip. And going back, I do level with the tour a little bit in that it's the only blockbuster property that they own. True. You know, yeah. Masters, U.S. Open, PGA, Ryder Cup, those are all owned and operated by other entities. The other competing yeah. entities, yeah. basically. Yeah. Sure. So. And the pro, the talk, I talked to Roy some earlier this week, and he was like, this event has gotten like, improved maybe the most of any event from when oh, he first started sure. playing it to the, now for players at least. Dude, in Poros' email, I to- or his uh, preview, I totally forgot. Like, Rory and Westwood, who I think was, might have been event. number one at the time, yeah. skipped the event oh, yeah. in 2013. Yeah. Like, Definitely. that's just blows my mind yeah to, to look back on that's only five years ago um brief rider cup update here uh there's some people that were saying oh tiger cost himself a lot of rider cup points here jumping in 17 tiger's on the rider cup team whether he if he wants yeah. to be he's on it we don't need him to qualify on points I, it, that can he, can he play with the earpiece in do we know i he's gonna be he maybe the first ever playing captain with it with the full earpiece in yeah uh webb simpson i believe somebody tweeted that said he's now ninth in the rider cup I'm standings, sorry, which isn't that close or well, i thought <laughs> he'd on, be i'm on two zero, so <laughs> he is 23rd coming into this week and he got almost two thousand points because he won almost two million dollars at this event but Scary thought of a Webb Simpson uh, Bubba Watson pairing again in France. That, uh, what did Bryson do this weekend? He finished T thirty-seven. Okay. Yeah. So um, this is essentially—I mean, the whole thing's worth double points because it's just so much damn money. Almost double points, essentially. Yeah. yeah so um, the European teams taking shape a little bit. Getting there, I think. Yeah. Fleetwood I, a sneaky T seven this week. Yeah. Mid- bump. Bit of a bit of a podcast bump. Bit there. of a bump. Um, had a great time. Yeah. Oh, God, the microphone snafu last week on the Fleetwood pod kind of ruined my last Sunday. Uh, but enjoyed chatting with Fleetwood. We did that on Saturday and then did Ram on Monday. I thought that was a, a great little power punch there with those two guys uh, for this week. Sally so. had one of those moments like Kevin McAllister's mom in Home Alone where she saw she's sitting on the plane. And she's like, come up. Yeah. <laughs> It was horrifying to open up to find that I didn't press the right button. I hope I did that for this recording. But um, all right, so we maybe get to some questions, or you got? Sure, we what, your, what was your okay. favorite favorite little memory of the week? What you got? Kiradek shooting what sixty sixty six today, sixty seven with a quad. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, probably when Tiger made like his his third straight birdie, or when when he got into second place at one point today and was four back. That kind of excitement building and stuff. That that's my that's my favorite. Memory. I'm gonna say it's gonna sound stupid, but Sally and I watched Alex Noren just chip uh. for a while, and he was doing the weird mega cover it, twist the upper body through his chip shots, and he was legitimately cutting his. He was like hitting cuts on little like five yard pitch shots. It's one of the bigger was, regrets of my life. Which was not, delightful. Not being able to see yeah, that, with that was guys. very cool. It was creeping me out. Oh, you've been, oh. you've incorporated the Norin like, yeah, pre-shot routine and you actually hit, you hit the ball pretty, hit, hit pretty, it pretty good. Yeah. Um, ready for some questions. Ready. Mike Hennessy, the AK at the oil man 12. Did Spieth get <laughs> starstruck by tiger? He was non-existent on the coverage. I thought Spieth was a little rattled today. I thought he was extra, really? extra I, little. I just still don't think he has his stuff. I think yeah. after seeing, yeah, him just like 
completely wiping balls into the water on Thursday. Like, I just I didn't think it could like click that fast for him. I, I agree with you. I yeah, just don't like, think even when there. he was playing like out in the out in front of the Masters, he wasn't like he was still he still has a B minus game. I yeah, think yeah. right. Um, Taylor Little uh, says, "Was the Phil Mickelson bunker shade peak Johnny?" So what? Break, break it down for those of you watching the broadcast today. What basically, happened? Uh, Bones is kind of running through the the famous shot on ten where he hits it through the gap. He's like, "Oh, I didn't want to tell you about the gap I saw." And Spieth is in the that bunker Spieth's on ten. Spieth right there. Basically, has the same very similar shot. And uh, Bones is like, "Oh, you know, the gap he had was the size of a, a car window." And Johnny said something like, "Yeah, he had to return that car to uh, the rental counter." At, Friday because he was going home that weekend, <laughs> and, which is awesome. Very unnecessary, but awesome. And uh, yeah, it was just kind of an awkward silence after that. How loud was the roar? This is Austin Weiss. Uh, how loud was the roar from the kill house when Sansy got dropped by Big Cat? Uh, it was good. It's a perfect cap to the week. Uh, that's yeah. I legitimately I had on the TV in the media center when he dropped that. I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm going home. I'm getting the car. <laughs> it's performance art. Don't need to see it's the web. highest level. Yeah, I oh, agree. It's my favorite. Uh, Tyler Champ says, are people afraid of Tiger like they used to be? I think if Tiger would have done something on 14 there, like Webb would have, things would have started moving a little bit quicker for him. (laughs) I think it felt pretty similar to me, man. It felt like an, it felt like a a normal charge from four or five years ago, you know, where it was like, I, I I don't know. It still feels pretty real. It, I don't know if afraid is the right word. It is. It it's different, it, yeah. and I know like, this has yeah. been documented twenty years ago as far as what it's like to play with him and it being different. And it's not as much as it is playing with Tiger as it is dealing with everything that's been going on, or everything goes on around him. Honestly, the noise and the yelling and just the people saying dumb things it reach it just gets multiplied by ten. And if you're not totally prepared to handle that, then you just can't. Oh, we didn't even talk about focus, baby. You all right, guy? Was back. <laughs> so those that don't know this story. Bay Hill, there's this dude that was out following Tiger, and he just yells, like, he Tiger just made a bogey or something, and he just yells, focus, baby, you all right? And I just made the joke, like, man, he it. he looked a little, little flustered, but once he heard that, he really turned, and he actually like made, like, three birdies in a row after that. Who's that Instagram? That same guy was there guy. today, just yelling stuff out, just like, par five here, nice and easy, nice and easy, eagle, and then was yelling out, it breaks a little right. Finally, like on his tenth yell, a tour guy like went up and like asked the guy like, "Can you stop?" But focus, baby, you all right, guys? Everywhere you could be in Florida. Who's the guy on Instagram or Twitter, or Snapchat or whatever? Who's like, he's like, "Oh no, what is you doing, baby?" Who knows? Oh, that's like a meme. <laughs> oh no, baby, dancing what is Dan he doing? or it's like his buddy. Like yeah, it, it sounds like that guy. It's pretty much it. I would actually argue that Tiger is probably uh, again going back to your point. I don't think it's afraid's the right word, but it's probably tougher than ever. If Ty- when Tiger truly does go on a run that people are so so much more captivated by it because they've gone without it for so long that yeah. it's even amped up even beyond the levels of 2008 yeah. or well the thing that was weird and, and this is very like you know through our own kind of personal lens here but looking at the guys who were on the leaderboard starting today for some weird reason the only people that that guys were really like talking about were basically tiger and speed who were yeah. at eight danny lee started the day at what 12 Four shots ahead, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, well he's done. Like that's he, no chance, you know." And uh, whereas Tiger, like, I mean, he and it right. kind of he was a kind of the only guy that really put real pressure on. It seemed like, yeah. Well, so I mean, Duffner was up there. Hold for on, a minute, can we talk but, about Duffner for a second? I missed it. What happened at oh, the end? Oh gosh, I know. I heard a bad. I, I don't want to. I don't want to use. <laughs> the, don't use the Y word. The Y word. Yeah, it's 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 It was really real. It was really. It cost him a lot of money. I don't even, even want to know. I don't yeah. want to see it. Um, but to that point, though, on Friday, I ducked in the media center to grab lunch really quick when they made the turn. I missed one and two. It's kind of a perfect loop. You can come right back to 3T. And when and when that group went to went to 3T, I kind of got back up there to that, to that hill right behind it, and I look over at the putting green. I made this point at Bay Hill after he finished uh, his last hole. you got to walk from the ninth green through the back of the range to get back to the clubhouse. And as he did that, the crowd went nuts, and every single player that was hitting balls like turned to watch Tiger walk by. Like You, you couldn't avoid it. Mm-hmm. So anyways, he's about to tee off on three, and I look over at the putting green there, the putting green kind of by one tee where you can see. 
And I'd say 80% of the players had stopped putting on the putting green and were watching him tee off on the par three. It's just kind of like, he may not be afraid, but that dude means, obviously he moves the needle for all of us, but it still means a ton to the guys out there. And that is not insignificant, if you ask me. So I agree. On that note, Humphreys uh, wants to know how long before Tiger wins. I thought this was a pretty... I don't know. We'll see what yeah, happens. I mean, yeah, A, who, I, we don't know. <laughs> but it'll be really fun to watch, and we'll see. I thought this was a good... This was like kind of his... Not one of his best chances, but this was a good fit for him, I thought. Yeah. Um, this one I I had circled on my calendar. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say but, it. Memorial. Yeah. I think he's, he's, teed, up. he's teed up for a Memorial one. win. I think he can hit a lot of two irons off tees and, and just... I think there is some worthy of noting that his three like best weeks were four best weeks were on flat Florida courses, which I think is yeah. great. Quail Hollow, I kind of expected him to play well, and he didn't. But that's a tougher walk. Memorial's a tougher, yeah. definitely a tougher it's walk. So walk. I don't. Carnoustie could be a good fit too. Carnoustie could be a very good fit if Leishman wasn't going to win that. <laughs> um, Matt Hotman, I'm assuming he's joking with this one, but would you rather have Webb or Kepka on the Ryder Cup squad? People that were chirping, like, is Kepka going to be on the squad? Like, I know he was injured and whatnot, but I'm assuming you're just trolling me at this point. Like, yes, he's going to be on he's the squad. Be on the the guy that I think gets kind of lost in all this, and he's probably not going to be on the Ryder Cup squad, and he's had a really good run of it, and he'll probably play really well the rest of this year, is Brian Harmon. Yeah. Like, 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 he's getting vaporized to the rankings, going just plummeting. He got some points from the U.S. Open last year, though. I mean, I mean, yeah. he, he's. Well, that's because that the, the Rudy version of Brian Harmon, Chez Reeve, is just <laughs> blowing past him. Harmon's tenth on the on the standings going into this week. I don't know what he did this week, but um, that's not that's definitely not that far fetched that he would be on the. So team. going back to Duffner, I mean, the guy shot he shot sixty eight. Like in, 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 every progressive hole that they that they showed him on, he was standing over two and three footers for it was progressively yeah. longer and longer and longer. It was, and it was, it was really good like theater. I, like my heart was breaking because yeah, I anxiety. know what that's like. Yeah. And like, I really like Duffner and you know, it's giving me I'm, anxiety right now at this yeah. moment. So, uh, he, uh, strokes gained putting for the week. Duff was third. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> he lost, he lost 0.026 shots today, but he, that was really just that short one he missed on balls. Yeah. 18 on probably. Saturday. Go for the Duff Daddy. Uh, so, okay, well, there we go. That yeah. makes me feel better. But it's yeah. like I felt yeah. like we were watching this drama play out. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, a couple sneaky top – like, first of all, Xander Shoffley. Yeah. Shoffley, Walker, Schwartzel finished T2. J-Day, Duffner finished T5. Keegan, Varner, Fleetwood, Danny Lee finished T7. I think I saw – Varner was around all weekend but not really making a run. Yeah. A couple guys – like Chesson and Charles Howell – they played really, really well the first two days, and then kind of. I thought faded. Charles Howell was destined to finish second in this event. I think that's that's the missing leg of his career is a one million dollar runner up <laughs> runner up finish. We were talking about it I on love the you, course Charles, the other day, like Chucky. Like I, I think if I could trade careers with yeah, that's the one. <laughs> anybody, you're the perfect level of the best career, famous, but nobody. PGA Tour history, the best career you. maybe ever. Yeah. Uh, on that note, we're gonna wrap her up. Um, any other notes we forgot from either of you? That's it for me. I'm good. Kuchar missed that top backdoor top 10. <laughs> I'm good, but no, Matt Kuchar, here we are. So, All right, thanks for tuning in. We should have another podcast dropping. Oh, we do have one more thing to talk about. Uh, BMW, Charity Pro-Am yeah. this week in Greenville. Team Solly versus Team Tron. It is not too late to get involved. Uh, I'm gonna go. Ahead, I'm gonna let you make your case for why people should bet on your team. For for, for those that don't know, uh, you can bet. You can quote unquote bet on one of our teams. Uh, who Tron's well, for partner? Those who don't know know at all what's going on? Yes. Web.com tour event in Greenville next week. It's yes. a pro am. You two are both playing. Yeah. Solly's playing with Ed Lore. Tron's playing with Curtis Luck. So we're doing a little little giveaway for the people raising the some money for for some charities. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can kind Evan of Scholars, make a uh, charitable contribution to either. Solly's team or Tron's team get entered to win some prizes. Some if awesome if prizes. our team wins, if your team wins, yeah, so we got some BMW, got some BMW driving experience, bunch of Callaway Rogues and you know irons, all sorts of stuff. Uh, so NLU gear, but yeah, uh, there was some negative advertising floating around. Was at the beginning of the, this past week. I know nothing about um, that. Um, you know, you, you, you know absolutely what I'm talking about because it said this message was approved by Solly. That's yeah. I cannot speak for my team. Um, you know, we have a big operation. They might need here. to change some of the campaign finance laws. You know, Curtis Curtis reached out to me on Saturday night after no on Friday night after he emceed uh, up in Knoxville. He said, uh, and I quote, he apologized. 
And then he said, you know, I promise this isn't indicative of my form at all. Uh, I'm so close. And like, we're going to just kick the shit out of them next week. Wow. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, you're I'm trending, trending. Like I think crazy. your ace, your ace might be like when Tiger shot 59 Alworth before the 97 Masters. Exactly. <laughs> it's just exactly. one of those little stories that people, you know, the broadcast what, could be all over that. When I knew he was dialed yeah. in was yeah. when I, I saw that round. Yeah. Um, but so, I, you know, you played last year too. Yeah. Experience. I resurrected Chesson's career. Yeah. Um, the I'm going to say the the pot odds in this contest right now are pretty remarkable. Uh, you have fantastic. We have so many prizes entered in the, honestly in this. You're almost destined to win something if you enter it, and if you don't, the money's all going to charity. And also, BMW is matching all donations of fifty dollars or greater. Uh, so hey, have some fun with this this week. Join a team. We're going to be updating you guys on the status of it, and uh, all the money goes to a good cause, like we said. So we have a goal in mind. We've raised eighty one hundred dollars so far. We want to raise. A, we have a specific goal. We won't say it, but um, good. Yeah, go online. It's on our website, nolangup.com. At the top, there's a little tab for the BMW Charity Pro Am, and we are pumped to get up there. Uh, hope it doesn't rain on us all week. It looks like it might. So. <laughs> But rain gear, we'll see who's a mutter. Yeah. So last thing, and then we were also we're rolling out the NLU special ops as That's well. Right. So we started. We're gonna we got a little more manpower that we're working with here. So we're trying to get one special project out of each of us per month. The first one was a group effort. We we did a bunch of really big deep dives into all the different courses abandoned. Uh, this first week is my week. Uh, we're gonna do a big. Uh, What's the status? How are we looking? Uh, this week put me behind a little bit, <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna hit it hard tomorrow. But we're gonna have uh, hopefully Tuesday. We'll have a big uh, video on the Winter Park 9 in Orlando. Uh, and then Ran- Randy's deep in the lab. Randy's deep in the lab. Tron's in the Solly lab. Solly and I are Solly's in the lab. In the lab. Yeah. Yeah, got we'll, a lot going on. Yeah. Lot, lot going on. So, and if, for those that are coming out to Greenville this week, look to see you guys out there. We're going to uh, feel free to harass us a little bit and heckle us. So, <laughs> yeah. mostly just trying to get Trump. like You're trying to get some non-golfers on the, uh, just on yeah. either the trap jar or this pod. Patrick Peterson's in the field. A- Aaron Rodgers. Um, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a great week. So. Larry the cable guy, your boy. <laughs> your Bill Engvall's my boy. Um, sorry. On that note, uh, we're gonna we're gonna check out here, and uh, we'll catch up you guys later this week. Cheers. Crack on. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! Expect anything!